rabbit hole. Buzz Talk Radio. Your hosts are the Brothers Wheel. Welcome to the rabbit hole. Welcome to the Rabbit Hole on Fuzz Talk Radio. Yes, it must be Thursday night because here we are. Well, I have to admit, there's a somberness to the room tonight. Because my dear sweet brother Numsi Machu is not with us. Yeah, I'm upset about this too. I tried to tell Matt to just... Come on, do it. But sometimes life just throws you a curveball, and Matt's had lots of curveballs lately. So our mind and our heart is with Matthew. He will be back next week. But the good news... Is my lovely wife, Liz, is filling in for Matthew tonight. Hello. Hello. How are you? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we may need to get the mic closer to your face, or you, you can move the stand. There you go. You'll get mic placement 101 tonight. Yeah. Already, it would be better if Matt was here. <laughs> I'd like to paint you a picture, folks. When she came in, well, first, hold on. Cast your mind. So, when putting together this week's show, I'm like, let's celebrate Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we opened it. That's why we reset the tone with a little clip from Fargo. Because little did you know that was shot in Minnesota. Brainerd, to be mm-hmm. exact. Or so I'm told. They mentioned Brainerd. Oh. It shot some in the Twin Cities. Okay. Um, but anyways, so you're going to want that true coat. So I thought if we're going to do something Minnesotan, we got to go Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. So tonight's show, folks, is all about Minnesota celebrating the best state in the Union. Am I right about that, folks? Yes. So uh, we're Minnesota segment centered we're uh 
Um, we're going to talk about the top 10 Minnesota lakes, which you profess to not know much about. No, that's a one we should call Matt for. Yeah, we're hoping to be able to call Matt sometime tonight. We'll see if he if he can uh, uh, can can do that for us. But if not, no worries, Matthew. You do what you need to do. Oh yes. Um. So we're going to talk about the ten best and the ten worst places to live in Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do some Minnesota slash Minnesota music trivia. Okay. And as you know, there are some high stakes involved. Yeah, these Andy's mints. Andy's mints. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to do some Nancy Fun Facty Fun Facts that have not been Nancy Fun Facty Fun Fact checked. It's the only way. So we may step away from Minnesota just ever so slightly for that. Okay. Maybe. Haven't decided yet. Uh, we'll talk about some of the most famous Minnesota, Minnesotans, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Minnesotians, no, Minnesotians, Minnesotians sounds better. <laughs> I think Minnesota, it's Minnesotians. Yes. Well, it is now. So, uh, have our joke of the week. Are you coming up with that? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do anything. Just your presence Perfect. here is more than enough. <laughs> um... And then we're going to play some Minnesota music, of course. But before we get there, so that's where I wanted to go with this before I got sidetracked. Yeah, yeah. Um, All Minnesota tonight. So Liz shows up. Last minute knows she's got to fill in for the one and only Matthew. Huge shoes to fill. Yeah, it won't come close, but we'll try. You just be you. (laughs) Okay? You just be you. Mm -hmm. And everything will be fine. Just don't go Steve Sanders on me. I'll try not. Okay. So anyways, Liz knows it's all about Minnesota tonight. So she shows up down here in the rabbit hole. She's got a beer. It's from Minnesota. It's a Minnesota beer. What are you drinking? Uh, It's the Tupelo Honey from Bald Man Brewing, which is located in Egan. Bald Man Brewing. Matthew, send the check. (laughs) Um, But the coaster. I mean the koozie. Oh, yeah, the the koozie. Tell us about the koozie. Um, It's the exclusive Rockford Mules koozie. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's one of a kind. It is. Probably by now. So (laughs) the Rockford Mules were a local Minnesota band that I knew quite well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How are you? How did you know them? Just, you know. Seen them around town. Yeah. You know. Really enjoyed going to their shows. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed being part of those. Yeah. I was at every single show they ever played. No kidding. Every single one. Incredible. Caught all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, did I travel with them. Yeah. I was like a deadhead. I was like a rock from the old deadhead. Just followed them around. Oh, okay. What would you call someone who follows King's X around? Oh, boo. (laughs) Ooh, a king's exian. Okay. A king's excite. Got it. A follower of the gospel of rock and roll. Mm. <laughs> I feel like we should still give that one to Matthew. The king's ex reference. 
Oh, yeah. I tried to sneak it in really fast. Yeah, thanks. I haven't gotten that for like four weeks in a row. I know. You've been really slacking. Anyways, Rockford Mule koozie. Mm -hmm. But she sits down, folks, and she might be doing the most Minnesotan thing there is to do, which is interesting because you're a transplant. I am. But she, anyway, she sits down with her Minnesota brew, her Minnesota rock band koozie, and she is knitting. Crocheting. She sat on oh, knitting, crocheting. It's the same thing. Yeah. So she's crocheting. She's going to be crocheting while talking to us on the radio today. We're going to try. I got to finish this by next weekend for my grandma because when grandma says she gets cold shoulders and she'd like a shawl for her 100th birthday, mm -hmm. you do what you can. And you make that shawl. And you're making that shawl. I'm trying. Let's hear it for you making a shawl for your 100-year-old grandma. Yeah. So and that just adds a whole new twist on what you have going on, your aesthetic here tonight. Not only are you crocheting, you're crocheting a shawl for your grandma. There's nothing more Minnesotan that's happening <laughs> right now than what's going on in that chair. Yep. So way to go. Thank you. Really trying to pull it all together at the last hour for you well you're doing an admirable job I'm trying yeah not you're, quite not quite what you're used to but you know life throws you curveballs sometimes and you you know sometimes you just have to accept what is it's true instead of what you want to be yeah taking those waves right as as hard or as big as they are mm-hmm so Anywho, I do also like the fact that you adhered to our dress code tonight. Well, of course. Nicely done. Let's hear it for you. Thank you. Um, you look good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. It's the uh, fancy prologue oh. brand Oh. from the one and only Tarjay. The prologue from Target Boutique. Yep. Which is a Minnesota company, so I'm really pulling it all together here. <laughs> you, when you do something, and anybody that knows you, when you do something, you do it right. And you do it as good as you can. You know, got to put in that effort. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. Well, we're going to test your knowledge of Minnesota trivia later. Oof. Okay. Um, you know, some people are probably going, you said Liz is a transplant. Mm -hmm. Where did she transplant from? Wisconsin. Via? Illinois. Yeah. So I've hit, you know, a lot of the Midwest areas. Quick question. Yeah. What football team do you like? The Bears. Which is fair. It's painful. It's painful to watch. You're talking to me about football, pain. <laughs> is that what you're trying to do right now? You're no. trying to sit right there and talk to me about the pain associated with watching an NFL pro franchise? No, not at all. Um, I guess that I can empathize with how frustrating it is. I've At least you've won a Super Bowl. That's true. It's very true. Uh, but it's been a while. Well, at least it happened. Fair. You know, yeah, because yeah, the last few years 
Yeah, you guys have been terrible. So, Which is perfect for me. <laughs> yeah. But. I've become more of a highlight watcher of the bears. Yeah, there's so, not much highlights these days. Well, no. And um, no offense. I'm not wasting three hours of my Sunday to watch you lose, which is almost guaranteed. So. Wow. I know. You're kind of a fair weather fan. A little bit. <laughs> I don't even know what that's like. Yeah. I, I know. You're diehard. I, I don't think a lot of people know that about you. Like, you don't come across as, like, a big football guy. Mm-hmm. But you love, um, you love all things football. Yeah. I love football. I know. I think it's a... Um, it could be one of those, like, you know, icebreaker things for you. Yeah. It has been on many. Oh, has it? Many occasions. Yeah. Many occasions. Yeah. Because, like, you're super diehard football fan, but you own almost no Vikings merchandise. Just a poncho. Yeah. But, like, you know, some people who are super into their team, like, well, I should say. My point of reference for a lot of my growing up years was Green Bay Packer fans and they're like a little off. <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, or just other diehard fans in general, like every Sunday they're in their team's gear and mm-hmm. they watch their game and God forbid you talk to them at all during it. Have you been to Green Bay? I have. So, you know, there's really not much else to do. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> so you you drop a professional football franchise in the middle of a hick town like that, you're going to get crazies. Oh, yeah. Even, like, there's a huge section where the stadium, like, butts up almost to just residential housing. Mm-hmm. And all of the houses around the stadium are super decked out. One even has, like, a multi-level, like, deck that you can sit on and, like, watch everyone tailgate and that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard over the years a lot of them have been turned into, like, Airbnbs. So you can rent them and then, like, go to a game. Wow. And, yeah, they have, like, cutouts of the players along the fence. Like, it's it's intense. Good thing we're not talking about Wisconsin tonight. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we started talking about football. Mm. and Yeah, just not the right football team. I know. There's just not, um, you're not, you really enjoy the game, but you wouldn't know it because you don't have those, like, fanatic tendencies as a lot of people can have. Yeah. And, you know, some people might not know, but I've, I'm now a head coach. I can add that to my resume. Yeah. My head coach. I'm now coaching our our boys' basketball team. Mm-hmm. If it was coaching their football team, I'd be solid. Yeah. But I know nothing about basketball. Or very little. Yeah. Very little. In fact, I'm worried that most of the boys are going to know more than I do. Well, that's okay. It can be a Is it though? Effect. It can be like a totally... <laughs> Head coach, what should we do? I don't know. 
<laughs> just run around. Try yeah. to put the ball in the that uh, the hoop thing. Either one, whichever yeah. one's closest to you at the time. <laughs> just put it in there. Yeah. Oh, hark! Ooh. We have a we have a doorbell ding dong. Can you have a freezy? Ask the world first. Can I have a freezy? Waiting for the magic word. Please. Okay, what's in it for me, man? I get to take an Andy's mint. Jeez, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only reason Owen comes down here. It's for the Andy's mint. Good to see you, kiddo. Freezy permission. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's his answer for everything. Yeah. So anyways, where were we? You're a basketball coach now. Yeah, so I'm a head coach. Um, the rumor around the league is they're they're referring to me as um, Mini Phil Jackson. Oh. You know? You may remember him from such great teams as the 90s Chicago Bulls. I do remember. Or the, uh, was it, would it be the 90s and early 2000s Lakers mm-hmm. when it was Kobe and Shaq? I'm going to run the triangle offense. I'm going to play a lot of man-to-man. I may switch it up and, and drop just drop zone oh. say, and just say zone, and the kids are going to not know what to do because <laughs> they don't know what that is. Because I don't yet. know what that is. I'm just going to scream buzzwords the whole time. Get on the elbow. Get on the elbow. Yeah. Uh... Block him. Block him out. I mean, I'd have to say... Like, Box him out. That's yeah. what it is. Box him out. 90% is confidence, which you have in spades. Do I, though? Yeah. Okay. So you'll be fine. Just act... Act like I know what I'm doing? Yeah. You know, the whole fake it till you make it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Just walk in with confidence. I told my lady today... Your lady? My my therapist. Oh yeah. I told her today that I said I says to her I says I says to her I says I am. You know we went and watched that coach mm-hmm. practice. You know mm-hmm. I w- we went and watched a, another coach that's coaching in the league. I got to go watch him run his practice, so I'd have some idea of what, what? to do. <laughs> And I realized I can't coach like other guys coach. I have to coach like I coach. Yeah. I have to be true to me. So. Yeah. I mean, it was good to go to see, like, the types of drills you should be running. Yeah. And that kind of a thing. Still don't know how to drop a play, though. Yeah, that that one might take a Google search or two. Yeah. And I got to do this in about a week. Yeah. I have to know how to run an NBA caliber <laughs> offense in a week. Well, good thing it's a bunch of 7th and 8th grade boys in-house basketball team. Yeah, well. One of four. So I think. No, we play other teams. No, I know. But I think there's, there's what, four or five in-house teams? There's four teams. Okay. Four teams. Four teams. So. I don't. I don't know how we got on the coaching thing, but sports. We'll keep everybody abreast on just how well our team is doing. Absolutely. We've got one kid that's six foot two. Yeah. Already, he's in eighth grade and he's six two. So we have our center. Yep. 
And then I thought I saw one of the kiddos is like 4'10". So that's your point guard. Yeah, he's quick. He's shifty. Good ball skills. Yeah. You know. Low to the ground so he can Low dribble. Low to the ground. Yep. Yeah. We're going to teach all those things. Mm-hmm. I got to learn them first, but then we're going <laughs> to teach them. Yeah. Um, are there any other practices you want to watch? Probably at some point. Yeah. yeah. But we can worry about that later. For sure. Yeah. Maybe a game or two. Who knows? Um, I want to give. I'm going to give you a job real quick. What's that? You need. You need to come up with our word of the week. Word of the week. And you need to do it right now. In fact, I'm going to. Okay. Nope, not yet. Just forget that. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't buzz you. I was going to do this. Okay. I think our word of the week is going to be facetious. Facetious. No purchase necessary. Oh. We got to do that, too. We probably should. Yeah. Even though you're a little less dangerous than Mattis, <laughs> okay? You're not going to go tell Paul McCartney where to put his head. That's true. Matt, you would. Only because I recoil at the idea of any kind of conflict. I avoid <laughs> it at all costs. <laughs> no, you're right. The Beatles are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, facetious. Facetious. It means? Um, like, if you, usually we'll say, like, are you being facetious? Like, are you... Is it like sarcasm? Kind of. Or like, are you playing me a little bit? Are you being facetious right now? Mm-hmm. I'm also making sure I'm... Giving well, the correct definition. You're the reader in this in this uh, duo. Oh yes, facetious, treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor, <laughs> also means flippant. <laughs> I have never been facetious in my life. I literally used the word like yesterday in the car. <laughs> Describing me. Well, no, I was asking, like, are you serious? Or are you being facetious? Oh. oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Because I never know. Mm-hmm. I never know what he's talking about. Yeah. I never know. All right. Um, so, facetious. 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 Yes. Okay. Or facetiousness. Facetiousness. I can't say it. Facetiousness. Facetiousness. Close. (laughs) Facetiousness. Facetiousness. Ooh, maybe the joke of the week could be a facetious joke. It might be. You never know. You'll have to wait. I will. And find out. Okay. Um, Did we talk about what we're doing today? Um, we kind of went bit. through all that, yeah. right? Okay, yep. so we've done that. We should probably get to some musics. Probably. Okay. We don't want to lose the crew. No. So we're going to kick it off with a few tunes that Matthew chose. Okay, Because he did, he did get his music submissions in. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, I had a couple songs, so we're going to hear from one of my favorite local bands that isn't a band anymore. Yeah. Houston. 
Okay, um, great. And then uh, we're going to hear from uh, Little Man. Mm-hmm. Rockin' Little Diddy. Great. It's a rockin' Little Diddy. Yeah. Lots of good fuzz tones. Mm, you do love those fuzz tones. Damn, Skippy. He's really good on the fuzz tones. Um, Matt, you chose some Trampled by Turtles. I believe they're from Duluth. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I believe they're from Duluth. Yep. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, is it closer to Duluth or by bus? Oh, yeah. So, uh, send the check, Duluth. Uh, and then, Matt, you also chose some atmosphere. Classic. Because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you forget sometimes how many good bands came out of Minneapolis and continue to come out of Minneapolis. It's a hotbed of musical creativity and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, let's let's get it going. Okay. Matthew, today's show is for you, buddy. I hope you're listening. Because we're going to call you later, whether you want us to or not. Here's Atmosphere. Rabbit Hole. Fuss Talk Radio. We were just talking about the poster behind your head. That was from Sadie Foster's last show. Mm-hmm. Houston is on that poster along with Motion City Soundtrack and The Stereo. Yeah. More Minneapolis. Uh, I bought that poster off of eBay. Did you really? Yeah, from some guy in Texas. Your own band poster. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell him it was yours? Uh-huh. I was like, that's my band. I'm going to buy it from you, though. <laughs> so I didn't even know. I didn't know they existed. I didn't know anybody made them. I found them on eBay. How crazy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Very weird. I paid myself to have that poster. <laughs> sort of. I paid somebody else to yeah. have my own poster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nuts. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Pretty crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before that, we heard Little Man, another Minneapolis staple in the rock community. Mm-hmm. He's a fun show. Yeah, he sounds like it. Lots of fuzzy goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trampled by Turtles. They're from Duluth. Just a little band from Duluth. Just a little band from <laughs> Duluth. Um, yeah, so that's where we are now. You're probably, if you're just tuning in, you're noticing, where's Machu? I'm glad you asked. Machu had a last-minute thing come up and couldn't be here tonight. So filling in is my lovely wife, Liz. Hello again. Hello again. And you are joining us about a third of the way through our Minnesota tribute show. Mm-hmm. Show. How you say show. So, yes, welcome. Catching my second wind right now. Yeah. So, if you stick around, though, you're probably wondering, well, who else are you going to play from Minnesota? I'm mm-hmm. glad you asked. Bob Dylan. Obviously. Um, one of my favorites that match you chose this week, The Time. Mm. Some jungle of. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. Yeah. Uh, some waltzing on waves. I don't know if you've heard her. She might have. I don't think I have. She might have the best voice in Minnesota, mm. if mm-hmm. not like the country. That's how good she is. Cool. She's a vocal nut. I'm excited to hear so, that. So, 
And then uh, we're going to hear some nunnery, the mm -hmm. things that she does with, she's got a vocal looper. So she stacks vocals on top of each other as she's playing live. And like, it's a really awesome thing to see. Haven't we seen her? We probably, I've seen her a few times. Were you okay. with me? Yeah, maybe? yeah. She's really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, we're going to hear some Brother Ali a little bit later. Is it Prof mm -hmm. or Prof? Like short no. for professor. Prof. Prof. Okay. Which is, I think, short for professor. But you Just prof. prof. Yeah. Okay. I'm not familiar with a lot of... I think work. they're all part of like the Doom Tree collaborative. Oh yeah, I see, I was never really in. This may shock you, but I am not a rap connoisseur. No kidding. Uh, that may surprise <laughs> you. I know a lot of people are like, I know what the shock and awe. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not really a, a rap guy. <gasps> I know. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy that I'm not a rap guy. Um, then we're going to hear from one of my favorites, mm -hmm. Ted Hanischewitz. Oh, who, who's that? We're going to play a song that he wrote. Yeah. I produced. Yeah. It was a coming together of the mystical minds mm -hmm. of musicality. Um, and it's my favorite song off the record. Oh, Ren cool. song. And you and Ted and Chris are working on a little project. Yes. Chris Holm, Ted Heineshevitz, and myself are working on something called the Supper Club Collective. Ooh, tell me more. Okay, so the Supper... Well, we're in the very early planning stages. Mm -hmm. um, but there are a few things I can share with you legally at this point. Great. And as long as we're talking legalities, let's get this out of the way before... Yeah. Thank you to Curtis Walton Law for covering our legal asses week to week, year to year, so Stan can relax. Limited time offer, no purchase necessary, offer valid at participating locations, void where prohibited, no animals were harmed during the production of this soundboard, subject to change without notice, side effects include dry mouth, occasional pig snort or two, sore stomach, teary eyes, achy jaws, and whatever tingles well, laughing hard. Now we can say whatever we want, <laughs> okay? So the Supper Club Collective is, the, is, is again, the melding of... Uh, Three minds, mm -hmm. okay? And before I get into that too much, um, Matthew says, Ted also puked in your toilet. Did you know that when he was here? He puked in my, our toilet. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Anyways, so the Supper Club Collective, yeah, the yeah. melding of three minds. Yeah. Anyways, we had this idea, If what if we made a record of Minnesota musicians covering other Minnesota musicians? Okay, mm -hmm. so it's a group of people, and we almost kind of like drew names out of a hat on who was, you know, there's maybe a couple dozen of us tossed did, in. Well, did Nick do that with you guys too? Hentges? He did the last one with okay. us, the quarantine dream thing. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Not this one. Okay. Anyway, so there was, you know, a, a small group of us, and mm -hmm. everybody Dreamed covered. It. Whoever you were paired with, you covered each other's song, right? So we have an album that we're going to be putting together, and hopefully we're going to work on having a show in the springtime, and you'll never guess who was tapped to host that show. Who? The Rabbit Hole. What? Yes. Amazing. Matthew and I will be taking the show to a live venue sometime soon. 
But we're excited about the Supper Club Collective thing because mm-hmm. we're hoping it to be like a, a, a kind of an annual, you know, we put out a record, have a good show. But in between there, like maybe we um, sponsor some shows, put together some shows, some like yeah. concept shows, kind of like, oh, tonight we're going to cover Bruce Springsteen or whatever. Sure. You know. mm-hmm. Planning stages. But if you start hearing some more about the Supper Club Collective, it's because it's the next hot thing coming out of Minneapolis, and we're yeah. celebrating Minnesota. So, I love it. Um, just, you know, basketball coach, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. producer, yeah. um, Viking fan, savant. <laughs> um, a renaissance man. A modern-day renaissance man, mm-hmm. really. Really. And a handsome one at that. So, anyways, where were we? We were just going through the remaining music, and we stopped at Ted. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to hear from Ted, and we're also going to hear from Leslie Vincent, um, who also just got married. So congratulations. Um, She's perfect for a supper club. Yeah. She's jazzy. And Didn't she play at a supper club? Yeah, right up the road at yeah. Crooners not too long ago. Yeah. So I'd like to get her involved in the supper club collective at some point because yeah. she, she's magnificent as well. So we're going to hear from her. But first, yes. you have some big shoes to fill because oh we have, it's time for our random oh. question. Random, random question. question. <laughs> nice job, honey. I'm trying. You're doing great. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, well, I'm going to be honest. The question yeah. tonight wasn't so random. Okay. And you're not going to have any idea how to answer this. Okay. But I'm going to ask you anyways because it's going to be funny. Oh, God. At least I think so. Is it hunting related? No. It's okay. Minnesota Vikings related. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You'll have the option of one of two answers. Okay. But please know there is only one correct answer to this question. Okay. What hurt worse? Minnesota Vikings topic here. What hurt the most? Yeah. What hurt worse? The 2009 NFC championship loss to the Saints or the 1998 NFC Championship overtime loss to the Atlanta Falcons? That one. Expand. Why did that one hurt worse? I don't entirely know, but I do know in a show I used to watch, How I Met Your Mother, Uh Marshall was from St. Cloud. Mm -hmm. And, like, they had a whole episode, like, that they would say something about the 98 NFC championship and the mm-hmm. whole bar because he was in a Vikings bar would be like damn yep so that was our shot yeah because it was just a missed field goal right there was a few questionable decisions okay. made along the way in that game but mostly like at the end of the with... half and at the end of the game yeah the famous take a knee you've got the highest scoring offense of all time mm-hmm. time on the clock and you take a knee not a good idea. No, poor coaching. Um, the missed field goal, the whole th- the guy goes the enti- literally the entire year without missing a kick. Mm. 
the whole year without missing a kick, Mm -hmm. and he misses one at the most crucial time. He choked. And he was one of the best kickers of all time. Yeah. Historically. Was his name is like... Gary Anderson. No, what's the other guy? Who? I don't know. That's the guy that missed the kick. Oh, but like on the team... Randy Moss? Nope. It's Randy Moss's rookie season. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. Who are you talking about? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google What position it does he play? I have no idea. <laughs> On this team, the 98 team, it was yeah. Randall Cunningham, Chris Carter, uh, Randy Moss, Robert Smith. Uh, our defense was pretty nondescript that year because we were scoring 40 points every week. Um, but that, yes, that is the correct answer. 1998 is worse than 2009. Now, 2009 had its heartbreak in its own right because that was Bounty Gate. So it had some. What's that? Well, they found out that in the NFC Championship game, the Saints had a history, not just in this game, but a history of paying players to hurt players on the other team. Mm. That's why they call it Bounty Gate, because they would put bounties on players. Like, we'll give you X amount of cash if you take this. this And Brett Favre was our quarterback that year, ironically enough. And he just got his ass beat that game. They were taking low shots, late shots, and none of it was getting called. And then you go to find out that they're, you know, these bounties. And you're just and that's why most most diehard Viking fans will say, "Who's who? What team do you hate the most?" And they'll say the Packers. Well, sure, you know, but right up there, at least in the top ten, if not top three, if not top two, is the New Orleans Saints. More specifically, Sean Payton, the head coach. Well, they got in really big trouble for that. He got suspended for a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was. It, but they got to keep their Super Bowl trophy. They went on to win the Super Bowl that year. We had that game. I remember watching that game going, we're going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And just wasn't happen. meant to be. So uh, anyways. Yeah. In that episode, I was talking about how much you're mad at there. They talk yeah. about the, like, watching it. Mm-hmm. And Marshall's dad in the story says, a small part of me died inside that day, son. It's so true. <laughs> I watched that game with Eric. Yeah. In our apartment, because we were living together at the time. And after the game, we were supposed to go a couple blocks away. We lived in Uptown at the time. Mm. We were supposed to walk a few blocks to a friend's house for another gathering. And so we watched the game at my place. And I distinctly, and it's one of my most vivid memories, our walk over there, the sky was overcast, gray. There's There was just a fog yeah. hanging over us. Uh, I remember that distinctly. Because that was big. That was a big loss. That was our year. No one had seen a player like Randy Moss before. And he just lit up the league. He scored like 17 touchdowns that year. Hmm. You're not even paying attention. Well, no, because I was trying to look up the episode. Oh, wait. Are you sure it's not the 99 NFC Championship? It happened in 99, technically year, but it's the 98-99 season. Okay. Oh, it's okay. always known as the. Don't ever ask me. Sh- shouldn't it be the ninety nine? Well, it's so the ninety eight NFC Championship. I pulled up a clip, and in the show, the banner that they have in the bar 
is it says 99 NFC Championship. So that's why I was asking. No, that doesn't even exist. Oh. The show is historically inaccurate. Okay. So. What? Um, moving on. You want to yeah. talk about some lakes? So this is one of those things I put together <laughs> when I knew Matt was going to be here. Yeah. So. Gonna... Are you sure, like, is this a segment we could, like, maybe give him a call? We could either Cause... call him or we just skip it. Okay. Because if. You... Well, I mean, it could be funny. I'm going to get zero out of ten. Probably. You'll get three right. I'll, I'll, I'll wager that. Okay. But you got to put down your phone. Okay. Okay. Put it away. I am. I shouldn't have to say this right now. You're on radio right now. We're not looking at our phones. I'm not anymore. Okay. Goodness. Matthew, can we call you right now or no? Send me a text and then send the check. All right. As you know, mm-hmm. Minnesota's known for their lakes. Yeah. What do you think are the top ten lakes in Minnesota? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't even name ten. Yes, you can. You know them. Okay. There's lakes out there. Just think about it for a minute. No, I know. Well, Malax. Let me see. Hold on. Malax is on the list. Hey. hey. Does Superior count? Superior is on the list. Do you want to know where? Or do you want me to go through the top ten? Well, let me try. There's Cedar. Cedar is Cedar? Yeah, Cedar Lake. It's in the chain of lakes. There's the Lake of the Isles. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that okay. one counts then. Well, actually, I don't know if Cedar Lake is part of Lake of the Isles, but it's all kind of in that zone. Okay, so Lake yeah. of the Isles. Lake... Bidet Makoska. That's in Lake of the Isles. Oh, they're just like counting all of them? Yeah. Even Harriet? It just says Lake of the Isles. So, okay, well then that like took away a lot of the ones I knew. <laughs> yeah, but you uh, just think about it for a minute. There's another one, if you really think about it, known for a lot of rich people like to live on this lake. Oh, Minnetonka. There you go. Um, there's a pretty darn big one right at the northern tip of our state. Isn't that Superior? No. Mm. Oh, the one in the Boundary Waters. What is that one? The one like you could cross into Canada. We share it with Canada. We yeah. share it with Canada. I can like visually see it in my mind. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it's called. Lake of the Woods. Oh. Lake of the Woods was the answer I was looking for. Okay. Okay. See, you knew more than you thought you did. And when you hear number 10, you're going to kick yourself. You're literally going to kick yourself. Okay? You're going to be like, oh, I should have known that. Yeah. Okay? Top 10 lakes in Minnesota. Okay. Number 10, Leech Lake. No. You don't know Leech Lake? Nope. You caught your walleye on Leech Lake. Oh, did I? Yes. (laughs) Oh, okay. So quick story. (laughs) Let's cast our mind. So my brother and his wife, Julie, won a uh, weekend getaway mm-hmm. at a resort on Leech Lake. And part of this was in the dead of winter. So they gave us one of those fancy fishing houses and also a condo. Yeah, it was like the, the Taj resort. Mahal of fishing houses. Yeah. 
if that's how people like ice fish, I'm in. It was uh, amazing. Had a kitchen table, had a stove in it, a heater, bunks, you know. Had like a little fireplace. Yeah. Like you recliners. could. Recliners over your whole, like fishing hole. So mm. you could just like hang out and just relax. It was great. Yep. So anyways, that was your first ice fishing experience that weekend. And only since. First and only. <laughs> we caught three fish that night. Yep. It was bitterly cold. It was, the temperature was. Like below. It was 30 below. Yeah. Actual temperature. Yeah. I remember. And we slept out in this thing that night. Yeah. But we caught three fish. Mm-hmm. A couple were pedestrian, perch, small, nothing to write home about. But your first fish that you caught was a 26-inch walleye. It was really big. I, that's what she said. <laughs> I still have the video for that. I know. And I, well, I didn't know it at the time. I think, I think Matt or Julie told me after. I was just using Isaac's, like, crappie rod mm-hmm. to fish with. Which, honestly, I don't know what that sentence means. But apparently you're not supposed to catch a walleye with it is my interpretation yeah that's fair not a walleye that big yeah (laughs) that fish was huge so i find it interesting that when i say leech lake and you're like nope nothing (laughs) that was such a significant experience it was i guess on that lake and you're telling me now you've never heard of leech lake i don't think i realized that was the lake we were on hmm I don't know. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. So number 10, Leech Lake. Okay. Well, don't they do, is that where they do the eel poke thing too? Eel poke? What's an eel poke? Eel. Like the. Yeah, I know eel, but what's a poke? What's an eel poke? Isn't that what it's called? You mean an eel pout? Sure. That's what it is. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know, but is here's that where the eel pout festival is. I don't know if it's on Leech. I'm gonna look it up. It's in Ely, Minnesota, I think. Oh, it's it's uh, eel pout fest. Yeah. Yeah, Matt knows he's been there several times. Okay. Okay, number nine. Yeah. Red Lake. Okay. It's the largest freshwater lake located entirely within the state of Minnesota. Huh? There's a, there's a northern, so. Superior isn't totally in Minnesota. Well, sure. Neither is Lake of the Woods. So Red Lake is the largest freshwater lake located entirely within the state of Minnesota. So it's bigger than Mille Lacs? Yes. Whoa, it's a big lake. It's separated into two parts. Okay. Okay. Um, upper and lower Red Lake. We hmm. used to go opening fishing on Red Lake. Hmm. I think a lot of times we went to upper Red Lake, so... Okay. Um, so yeah, Red Lake. Eight. This may you're gonna kick yourself when you didn't guess this one. Lake Itasca. Heard of it? Is that That's where... where the dang Mississippi yeah, River was... starts? Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Biggest river in the country <laughs> starts in our state. Yeah. Honey. No. We, okay. We, they Sorry. Should I was... give you. They should put you through like a community college class on being Minnesotan when you transplant here. Cause... Oh, I know nothing. I still remember in college when, sorry, this is not lake related at all, but just Minnesota. Um, I remember sitting in a class freshman year and my professor was talking about hot dish 
Uh What the hell is a hot dish? Never heard of it. And then I asked my roommate. I know. (laughs) And I asked my roommate what it was, Brittany. And she was like, you know, and she told me. And I'm like, oh, so like a casserole? And she's like, no. (laughs) But to me, I'm like, oh, like green bean casserole. Yeah, I had a lot to learn. Um, And then one of the times I went home with Brittany, her mom made me like a traditional Minnesota hot dish, taco hot dish. It was great. But anyways, sorry, back to lakes. Okay. But yeah. But I thought of a kind of a newer segment while you were doing that. Yeah. You want to hear it? Yes. And Matthew, if you're listening, we're going to do this every week. Spontaneous impromptu impersonations. So at any time during the show, yeah. either myself or you or Matthew or mm-hmm. whoever is sitting in that chair or any chair mm-hmm. can say, Robert De Niro from blah, 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 blah. And you have to, you know, Robert De Niro orders an ice cream cone and you oh, have to do it. Okay. I'd be horrible at that game. So I just thought of that. Yeah. So Do that with Matt, not with me. <laughs> I was going to say, do your Minnesota accent. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. See? That I can do. Like Impro- Except you have to, if you want it to enact it, you have to go impromptu impersonation. Do your Minnesota accent. Can happen at any time. And oh. now you have to do it. Well, oh no. I, the hot dish burnt and now we got to go to the grocery store and pick up a couple of bags of noodles. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think of like all of the very northern accenty things say bag normally or no minnesota bag 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 <laughs> doesn't matter how you say bag you still say bag and bag bag yeah <laughs> okay Lake Itasca, uh, uh-huh. number 7 is Lake of the Woods we already okay. discussed that number sure 6 i'm not sure where this one is um, Lake Vermilion. I Lake guess it's Vermilion? in northeastern Minnesota. Sounds like I've something. A lot I've of resorts of. and lodges are on it. Uh. People from all over the Midwest apparently travel to Lake Vermilion to take in the wonderful fishing, catch the amazing fall colors, and enjoy the abundance abundance mm-hmm. of wildlife, including bald eagles and the Minnesota state bird, the loon. Oh, it's like north of Hibbing. Okay. Vermilion. Never mm-hmm. been. Number five, as you stated, Lake of the Isles goes right through Minis, uh, Minneapolis there. Mm-hmm. Four, Lake Pepin. Pepin! Hmm. Charlie Crawford ain't with you anymore. You know, that's our first gong. Really? We're an hour and ten minutes in the show and we haven't gonged yet. Oh, wow. Matthew. How I, does Lake I miss Pepin you. count? I miss you. And when this is all over, I think you and I should get an apartment together. Okay, number three, Lake Minnetonka. Mm -hmm. You know, for the job I do, I have a lot of clients that ran afoul on Lake Minnetonka. Um, A friend of mine has a mutual friend who lives on Lake Minnetonka. Mm -hmm. And, like, after big boating weekends, they'll go out. I guess there's some islands that people like to, like, pull up to and hang out. Mm-hmm. at the sandbars but they'll go there like on a monday or tuesday afterwards and they'll 
I mean, they do it virtuously because they'll clean up because people are monsters and just leave crap all over. But then they'll be like, yeah, we find iPhones and watches and, like, nice sunglasses because people lose them. Yeah. After too many beverages. Yep. Yeah. And so they just, like, find all of these things in the lake. You will never find me on a boat on that lake. Ever. It's basically like a floating meat market bar. Nobody wants to be part of that. (laughs) Just if if you could put Jersey Shore, Minnesota style on a boat, on a lake, that's where it would be. Hmm. Probably got some really nice houses, though. There is. I, I work out that way all the time. Yeah. And there's nice houses, mm-hmm. but I imagine in the summertime, especially on holiday weekends and stuff, that's the last place you'd find me. Fair. Anyways, two, Malax, <gasps> second largest lake in the state. Okay. Um, this says offers some of the best fishing you'll find anywhere. Mm. Uh, no matter the season, there is always something to do. On Malax. Well, we would Malax. drive past it to go to Turtle Lake. Lax. Yep. Mm-hmm. Up at Camp Holiday. What's the number one lake in Minnesota? Not a clue. Yes, you do. Wait, did you say Superior already? No. Is it Superior? Yes. Okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Way to go. I can't give you the victory strike on that one. No, that's totally fine. (laughs) Okay. Lake Superior. It's difficult to not rank Minnesota's one and only Great Lake at the top of that list. Mm -hmm. Other states may claim Lake Superior as their own also, but in Minnesota, it's a yearly ritual to at least visit or visit, to visit this amazing lake. At least once a year up on its northeastern borders. The lake may always be cold, so we don't recommend swimming in it. I heard, though, Only the bravest of souls do. Morbid, because apparently the temperature in Lake Superior doesn't give above, I think, 32? It's very cold. So anyways... I I took a sailing trip in 10th grade on Lake Superior and did a lot oh. of cliff jumping and swimming, and I can attest to the frigid waters yeah. of well, Lake Superior. Apparently it's a good place to <laughs> throw your dead bodies because <laughs> the lake that never warms up enough. Because mm-hmm. like, what happens with other lakes or other bodies of water, it gets too warm, so then the bodies fill up with gas and float to the top. doesn't happen in Lake Superior because it stays too cold. So, <laughs> fun little tidbit. I know. <laughs> Mom, I have a healthy life insurance policy, and I think my wife just subtly said she was going to murder me and throw me in the bottom of Lake Superior. No, but your mom was the one who told me about, oh, what was her? I can't remember what we were talking about, but murder related. Jesus. 
No, we were on the show. It was another show you and I were doing, and your mom texted in about how to dig vertically mm-hmm. um, to put the body in, and then, like, it was like either, I think you plant flowers on top, so, and they're like endangered flowers, so then mm-hmm. if you dig it up, it's illegal. Your mom told me that, so. My God, my own mother. <laughs> Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. Um. So number one, Lake Lake Superior apparently is where <laughs> I'll be buried. Um. Great. Yep. Do you want to talk about the ten best and ten worst places to live in Minnesota? Do you want to do some music? Uh. Let's see. I was trying to see if um, depending on the schedule, I don't know. What do you think? Don't care, really, at this point. Okay, well, let's do, since we did, let's keep all the top tens together. Okay. Yeah. That's why you're kind of, you're our producer. All right. You want to do the worst cities or the best cities? Let's end in a high note, so let's do ten worst first. Wait, did I even write down the ten best? I may not have done that. <laughs> Hold on. So we can only do ten worst? Okay, no, I did. Okay. They're just not in as good a detail. So, ten worst cities to live in Minnesota. Do you have any guesses? I feel like one of them will be, I think the town is called like Independence. It's no. like the farthest you can get north. And in the winter, it's just, it sounds miserable with how cold it is. Is that on the list? No. Oh, Not okay. even close. All right. These are the worst cities to live in Minnesota, according to K-Rock in Rochester. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is according to them. I can't. Sure. This is not me saying, yeah, that city sucks. Right. Never live there. Yeah. Do they give any, like, disclaimer as to why they're, how they're ranking things? Yes. No, they just, well, if they did, I didn't read it. Okay. But it will give you a little, like, this is why it's ranked where it is. Okay. Okay, number 10. Yeah. Maplewood. Oh. Maplewood. Crime here is the 16th highest in the state per capita. Really? Yep. Okay. Maplewood, so apparently stay away from Maplewood. Nine, Minneapolis. Hmm. Poor home, this is what it says, poor home values, low income, and high unemployment are the reasons why Minneapolis came in at number nine. Can I argue that point? Absolutely, because there's a lot to argue with that point. Yeah, like what the hell? Because um, Minneapolis in a lot of areas... Like on U.S. News and other rankings, we're always near the top, like yeah. in the top ten. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of disparities, but we don't have to get into that. I, in Rochester, really? If they put Rochester as one of the best places to live, this whole thing is flawed and it's garbage. Yeah, well. Because did they do Because they the also 10? said number eight is St. Paul. Yeah, <laughs> so, what? Yeah. Um, and the description says the writer of the Road Snacks article wrote, Welcome to St. Paul, where criminals go to make a living. What? Yeah. That's, that's what they said. I don't trust this at all. Number seven, Fairbolt. Okay. The report says the unemployment rate here is 5.2%. The median income is just above the poverty line, and the crime is the 68th highest in the state. 68th. Like. <laughs> 
it's it's probably like 68th out of 70 or something, you know. You have a 1 in 50.6 chance of being robbed here every year. I don't like this list. No, it's a terrible list. That's why it's being, that's why we're covering it so we can make fun of it. Ah. Um so there's, only a, looked, like, there's a consistency throughout this list. So apparently this radio station believes any semi-large city, you're mm-hmm. just going to get robbed, it sounds like. Well, they, they're basing it off of just a few factors. So, crime. So, crime, unemployment, and that's pretty much it. And something about income. Income. But, like, the bigger the city, the bigger... There's many, many flaws with this list, okay. honey. Okay. It's making me angry. Yeah. Very, <laughs> just like... take it easy. I know. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> it's just a list. Stop taking it. So if, ever, if anybody should be pissed, it should be me. I'm actually from here. I know. I'm getting so, very defensive for no reason. Number six is Wilmer. The unemployment rate in oh, Wilmer God. is 4.8%, <laughs> and the families only earn less than $48,000 a year. Well, what's in Wilmer? I don't know. Apparently not much. It's the sixth well, worst, pla- worst place to live, according to K-Rock. Well, that is all I mean. If it's a small town with not a lot of jobs, like, of course you're not going to have high incomes. Right. Unlike Rochester with the Mayo Clinic and everyone's pulling in. I think we need to start going through the rest of this list in a, like, a certain voice. Yeah. Okay. Number five. West St. Paul. Oh, God. West St. Paul made the list because of below average education, mm-hmm. low income, and high unemployment. Oh my God. Can you believe that? She lives in West St. Paul. Can you believe that? Her kids must be uneducated. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, number four mm-hmm. Brooklyn Center. Okay. Center. Mm-hmm. 15.1% of the population is living below the poverty line. You angry yet? Yes, I'm getting very upset. Number three, Virginia. Oh, that's way north. You want to know what Road Snacks says? What does Road Snacks say? Oh. Oh. Road Snacks says the crime is the 25th highest in the state. Income levels and home values are in the bottom half. And the unemployment rate is far above average. What does that even mean? Far above average. Means if the average is three, they're far above that. Yeah, but what's your barometer to what's far above? Could be two, three percent. Could be four or five percent. I don't know. We'll have to ask K Rock. I'm going to write them an aggressive email. You want number two? Sure. I don't care about number two, but number two, Bemidji. Okay. Bemidji. The data shows. The people of Bemidji had a 1 in 12.7 chance of being robbed last year. That can't be accurate. (laughs) (laughs) It's Bemidji. What the hell happens in Bemidji? Absolutely nothing. There's a college up there. Yeah, I know. And a big lake. 
There's lakes everywhere, honey. I know, but when I was for work, we had to go to Bemidji, and I stayed in a hotel, and it overlooked this really big lake, and it was really nice. Bemidji. What lake? Machu. What lake is in Bemidji? I don't know. Lake Bemidji. Okay. You ready for number one? Sure. This one might make you mad. Waite Park. Oh, isn't that by St. Cloud? I don't know where it is. According to the report, though, one in 11.9 residents in Waite Park was the victim of some type of reported theft last year. Oh, jeez. Can you believe that? I just can't. How crazy. That is so crazy. It is Lake Bemidji. Okay. All right. Let's counter that nonsense with the top 10 best places to live. Is this from the same station? No, this is according to homesnacks.com. Okay. Okay. So are we going to get some, like, conflicting cities? No, there's no... But you're going to notice a trend with a lot of these. Okay. 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 Waconia. Okay. Way out west. Yeah. Chanhassen. That's where Prince lives. It's, It's... Or lived. It's kind of southwest. Yeah. Plymouth. Okay. These are all birds. Edina. Oh, God. Minnetonka. Are we noticing a trend here? Yeah, it's all the burbs. Burbs with money. Yeah. Medina, Minnetonka, Mendota Heights. Lino Lakes, apparently, is... Hmm. Victoria. That's out west, too. Minnetrista. They're all out west. Yeah, they're all out west. So there's your top 10 list, folks, of 10 best, 10 worst places to live according to some dumb shit somewhere. (laughs) So So what you're saying is we can just take it all and throw it out the window. Yeah. Okay. None of it means anything. Fantastic. It's all relative. Yeah. If you like where you live, it's the best place to live. Right. I happen to like where we live. I do, too. Didn't make either one of those lists. Did not. But I'm perfectly content where I am. Yeah. What's not to like? Exactly. So wherever you are, if you're happy, it's the place to be. You could make any top ten list. (laughs) Top ten list in your mind. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, should we get to some musics? Yeah, let's. Okay. But yeah. don't go anywhere. Okay, because we're, we're going to come back and do some Minnesota slash Minnesota music trivia and some Nancy fun facty fun facts. All okay. Right. This set we're going to hear from Dylan, The Time, Waltzing on Waves, mm-hmm. and The Nunnery. Great. But we're going to kick it off with some more Stay in the Time. Fantastic. Some Jungle Love. Rabbit Hole. Fuzz Talk Radio. <laughs> <laughs> 